0: episode of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for
1: coming and thanks for listening. Welcome everybody. Another episode and today we're going to be talking about something both Mike and I are pretty good at and that's failure.
0: Yeah, I think most people are pretty good at it. For it's sure, The art of failure. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, well it's a prevalent topic because it's, it's so rife in our life constantly daily and for most people as well but I think really diving into the, the lessons, the learnings, excuse me, from um, all of our failures, all of us sucking, and just how we've utilized that in our lives to really be our driver force,
1: really. Totally. And it's, like, it's such a paradox, because people try so hard to not be good at something, or to not be bad at something, sorry. But when we can learn to flip that on our head and realize failure is merely part of the, the process, and it's just the biggest steps in the journey we can we can start to reframe it it mm-hmm. doesn't become something that we're afraid of or something that we become a victim to but it can actually be become one of the biggest drivers we have yeah to just constantly fail
0: yeah yeah and all aspects of life as well because you're you're never going to start being amazing at something and i think like even just looking at kids kids are amazing at it you know little toddlers when they're just learning to walk they're just experiencing life the everything they're experiencing is new they don't have an in-built program in them yet to go, oh, uh, you know, I am less than because I'm not getting this, or I'm not, you know, I'm a, f- you know, an air quote failure because I'm failing. Um, they'll just, they just keep learning and re-experiencing. And as we get older in life, we start putting up all these different things of judgment, of the self and judgment of others and societal programmings of if you didn't get it, you're not good enough and especially now with, you know, Instagram and, and Facebook and all the socials, you can only see the tidbits of people's lives where they're, you know, ten year overnight successes and that's all you see, but you didn't see the many times they fell on their face
1: to get to that point of, you know, success. Totally. And and <clears throat> it is one of those things like most people only see people when they succeed you know you don't see the hours of content mm. or the hours of trialing and failing and the things that go on the background um that people struggle with you know 90 percent of success only comes when like 90 percent of the people who uh like view it yeah like see it in wow well, when there's no failure around it yeah you know because it's one of those things it's like even building this podcast like the listenership for this isn't huge no and that's great because it gives us an opportunity to suck where not not many people view it yep you know it's the same with beta yep it's like when things are so fresh it gives you an opportunity to fail at things try new things see what works without there being huge consequences to it and if you were afraid to try new things when you're learning to do something you're going to take that mindset all throughout it so you're never going to try new things even when you are succeeding
0: yeah that can be the there can be the crux because you feel like well if I start something I won't be good at it or I will be deemed terrible at it and of course you are so why why start and this is where you can get stuck in these cycles of just not starting things or you start them and you don't get it really quickly so you move on to the next thing and so you're constantly starting from the bottom again whereas if you can just feel the feelings of sucking, knowing that you're gonna suck most of the time at everything that you do, even when you feel like that you are successful, you're still sucking if you wanna compare it to somebody who's at a higher level. Mm-hmm. You know? like, so it's really utilizing and understanding that relationship of failure. Um, so you can just build consistency, mm. and consistency is what the remedy is for failure. Totally because if you just stay consistent same as like this this podcast is a great example we're on episode 56 or 57 now and it's just consistent it's part of our routine we know it will hit at some point we just don't know when but if we if we knew that it was going to hit if it was a given would you then still go through the journey because I feel like the the journey of anything is actually in the process of learning of going through hardship of having to level yourself up, and you say it really great, it's entrepreneurship is, um, is uh, self-improvement in disguise. And that's exactly right. And it is just the consistency of turning up. And even on the days when you don't want to do it, now you're removing yourself from the feeling and only doing something when you feel good uh, as a base to just doing it because it needs to be done. Mm. Just getting it happening, same as working out, same as anything in your life.
1: Relationship, same thing yeah if we if we waited till we felt good to do anything we'd never take action on anything yeah you know if you waited for the perfect moment for you to start a health and wellness journey if you waited for the perfect moment to start that business or to put yourself out there to get into relationships you'd never get there you'd just stay in that constant flux of, of feeling like now it's not the right time but if you took action on the things regardless of the outcome and just got become addicted to the process yeah. then Regardless of whether you fail or not, like there is no idea of failure because you've gained the experience of putting yourself in new situations. You know, we gained the experience of last week, our podcast not recording. Yep. You know, so this week when we came on, we checked a few different things, we <laughs> re downloaded a file, yep. and uh, we'll see if this week hits. Yeah. You know, it's just the, the constant iteration. Like no one can take experience away from you. Yep. And just to touch on that as well, like we still put it up, but it was the it was the
0: um sound audio from our video so it's not as clear it's not as quality as coming from our microphones but it's still when i was editing it and putting it up it's still going no no no, we're still in the process of doing it it's content the information is still there the messaging still there but it was interesting because there's a part of my mind it's like well no let's not put that up because it's not perfect or it's not but then, on the scheme of things, really wide-angle lens, we're still in infancy of what we're doing here. You know, when we we're at episode 400 or 500, now that's when we're going. No, 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 no. It, it's got to be quality content because obviously we've built the audience to be able to listen or absorb it or absorb it. Sorry. Um, so it goes right back to what you're saying. When there's less eyes on you, just try and fail as hard as you can and as fast as you can, so you can really build it up. And then the people people will just see that because in that is humanness in that is i mean think about all the content that you have that you view online and there's so much of it now really take like a snapshot of what you're drawn to and i think yes there's the professional content and all that sort of stuff but for a lot of the time it's actually just kind of people just being raw and real they're just pulling their phone out they're just saying a message they're just doing something in the in the moment and then that gets now shipped out so Coming back to to our podcast here, it's such a great example, but it's just, no, we've just got to keep going. Things don't always work out. (laughs) And it's like, what do you do in those moments? You have something? Well, at this point in time, we're just putting it out because we're building our consistent train, our consistent muscle, and doing the things that need to be done. So when it does hit, then we're ready for it. We're leveled up enough to be able to accept it. And it's kind of, I'm, I'm, reminded of like how many lotto winners have won lotto and they've just become dirt poor and even in worse situations than they did you know it, it was a blessing and a curse at the same time for sure because people don't know how to be rich
1: yeah people don't know how to be wealthy yeah people don't know how to to function when everything's going all right you know you'll just go back to that same mindset that you had before which was limiting you know quite often people who win lotto are, are just there's just a chance mm. it's, it's merely a chance that you're gonna win I saw this funny thing the other day it was
0: some sp- spiritual meme or whatever and it was someone saying you know I can help you win the lotto you know just by tuning in and getting these numbers and things like that I thought it's a little bit funny but um yeah it's for me it's just moving through the motions when I started like a couple of years ago I tried kiteboarding for the first time and I got some lessons and I had some tantrums it was really funny to watch myself have some tantrums I would fucking love to see that would have been great <laughs> And I was like wanting to blame the instructor and all of that, but yeah, it just sucked. It's your fault.
1: I'm <laughs> um, shit. Hey, <laughs> Teach me better. You're not telling me how to do it properly. Yeah, it's your fault. My body doesn't understand. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because it's like I, I've as we, like as we you were talking and I was just thinking about it. It's like the relationship that I have with sucking at the at the moment. Is is like a really good place. I I love being shit at something. Mm. I really do. And like dancing is like a really. Um, like, I don't know, relevant and in my life thing because I'm shit at it. Like, I'm shit at yep. it. Compared to all the other people that are there that have had years of experience, I'm terrible at it. But it's like, I like the fact that I suck because I know that if I'm consistent with it, I'm just going to get better. Yeah. And you get like these little micro moments of success and it's like, that for me is addictive. Like, That's I, I love like. that moment. Yeah. Like, it happened the other week and it was merely through through the instructor just saying... I just heard something differently than he would ever, like he, said, he says it all the time, lead with your feet. But it just like landed. Yep. And I was like, I fucking get what you mean. I get what you mean. And then like that whole dance session, it was just like, it was flawless. It was perfect. Yeah. Even having, having the confidence to, to, um, to grab uh, followers afterwards and, and dance with them. I was like, damn, I get it. I'm leading with my feet and it was um, better for me better for the other people and even um, Veronica one of our flatmates she was like man that felt really good like I didn't feel uncomfortable mm. um, dancing with you and I was like Perfect. nice that's Let's a little going. win and it is
0: taking the little wins when they come for and sure. celebrating those little wins and not just being a self-jerk about it and going wow no no it's, um, it's really celebrating that feeling because that's what you're searching for
1: so being too arrogant to celebrate success yeah
0: and we, you know, we can all fall into that trap because it's just like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's mm. the next thing? And I, you know, that that helps prev- you know push you, but it's also just going, oh, let's just stop and take a little, let's take a little recess here for a second. Look at where we are versus where we were, and mm-hmm. anything.
1: Yep. Yeah, totally. And, and, that, and that for me is cool because um, an aspect that I used to see with myself whenever I was bad at something is I would always avoid it. Yeah, I would like leave it till like the moment when I had to do it to actually do it, mm. and then it's more rushed, it's more challenging. Instead of actually just doing things slowly and like realizing that when you're shit at something, it's gonna take longer um, to be able to get it like right into a good standard and to understand it fully. Like I would always just avoid it, but now I I like I know and see that aspect of myself. So if I see that I'm avoiding something, um, yeah, it could be just simple things. Um, if I'm avoiding something, then I'll just take action on it. It'll be yeah. the first thing that I do, because I know that that's just a pattern. So it's just like breaking through that pattern. That's it. Eat your vegetables first.
0: You ever heard favorite, that?
1: It's my favorite part. Yeah. I love vegetables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the 10-year-old Ryan getting forced to eat broccoli. No, he used to hide it broccoli At the dinner table. He used yeah, to hide it, exactly. in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eat your veggies first. Um but I think the relationship that you and I have started to really cultivate and really be in is the success in understanding our suck, understanding failure, but the only way to understand that is to constantly experience it. And then the way to only constantly experience it is to be pushing into the new realms, into the unknown, Mm -hmm. and then constantly pushing into the unknown is getting your nervous system all up in, in whack order. And then this is where we harp on about all of our tools and different things like that to be able to just have the ability to move yourself back into the present. Because when you're pushing hard enough, that's where the magic happens, but it's also such a foreign place for any of us to be. Mm. And when you fall on your face,
1: have the team around you to pick you up yeah yeah <laughs> accept the suck just accept it it's it's part of the process it's probably the most important part of the process and and if you avoid sucking then then you're missing out of, on a lot of life experiences yeah and
0: it and it can come down to like hiding away from the world as well like not wanting to go up and ask that person out or not wanting to leave your job and, and pursue something that you want to be passionate or that you are passionate about that lights you up rather than just doing something for money or, you know, leaving a relationship or whatever it is. Like out of all of this courage is really created because courage is, is the main thing that's going to prevail you. Mm. And again, they're all just, for me, they're just all like muscles. The more that you pull on those levers, the, the stronger
1: they will become. <clears throat> And the, the less resistance you have around it, you know, if you can change your mindset around it, then you just go into the suck. Like, it's yeah. okay, it's okay, it's all good. I'm going to suck at everything you do the first time. Then you're going to throw yourself into every situation, being like, it doesn't matter. Outcome, outcome is, is, is not what you're searching for, it's merely the experience and the journey of, of either improving or staying shit at something for a really long time. Mm. Here's a really cool thing about
0: outcome orientations how like what i used to search for was doing something especially when i like first started doing ultra marathons and things i'm like you know I'm, i want to like get over that line and you know all of that but once i reflected, like i've done three now like in reflection on, on all of them it was actually the whole journey same as my fight same thing it was actually the whole journey that was that was the enjoyable part yes the 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 crescendo of the actual thing happening but as soon as it happens it Wears away a little bit very quickly because you're like, Oh, well, that's done, and then you kind of got to. Well, I go into a space where I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing now, I need to search for something very else. Goal oriented,
1: <laughs> I fall, I, I, I float a little bit, you know. Um, but even that, it's just you understanding that aspect of yourself, It's like yeah. you are goal oriented when you have something to achieve, you'll, you'll work towards it, you know. And I think, yeah, yeah. I think
0: what it is for me is I understand my time frames when there's the thing there, mm-hmm. so I understand how my time can be used best and then when i need to do something else or what i can add in whereas if there's no kind of stake in the ground then things can come a little bit chaotic
1: yeah yeah then things just get pushed back and left to the last minute
0: totally yeah exactly yeah but again those are lessons and after just getting slapped around by the universe with different things very very simply (laughs) yeah
1: and they're like, physically as well. <laughs> <laughs> physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. All of it. All of it.
0: Well, I mean, man, like we've, when we first accepted beta and we really started putting things to the market, I mean, we got really slapped very, very hard um, just with our manufacturing process. So there was a flood here in Auckland. Uh, we were about, what, a week out from launch. The flood happened. We got an email going, all your product is gone. And we're like, wow, okay, what do we do here? You gave me a call. Um, and we 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 moved through that really nicely got it all back in they went out to a contract manufacturer they stuffed up the um the recipe we got it back with literally our new launch date being two days later and this was a friday and we were launching on the monday and we thought jesus okay like what do we do here we Um, suck at this we do suck at this (laughs) and like the people and all the different iterations of trying to find the right people to fit what we need and our asking and the way that we ask and the way that we present to people i mean geez our website is number one on that it's just been such a hard time to try and find the right person to be able to get that iteration for
1: us for sure and it's such a funny thing it's, it gripes me every day actually that like the the place where people land for our product sucks um, <laughs> totally and it's still, and it's just like, and it's just working through that suck of like, okay, cool. I, I trust, I trust there's going to be a moment where we find the person that just makes it not suck. Yep. Um, and until and then, it's just got to be functionality, you yep. know, because a lot of people that are uh, going on to the website now are uh, returning customers a lot of our sales come through through expos you yeah. know the the small amount of paid advertising that we do like the conversions rates are still reasonably high so you know maybe it's just our perspective that that sees it as sucking merely through comparison Michael. who are we comparing ourselves to all the other great websites that are out there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's our vision well it's the thing that the the things that suck is it doesn't it doesn't capture the brand like when we we have a look at the brand and all the other aspects of it when you look at instagram and the way in which we show up and and um the the story that we tell to people in person and through the community and even through our emails it's like it's that's the part that sucks the most Mm. yeah it's like
0: it's like that aspect has become you know like a vtech honda civic and (laughs) and our website is still our first car that was you know uh, an HQ commodore has sure. done 300 thousand k's and is smoking a lot we're still parking the volvo in the mansion <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally yeah but i mean I, I guess it just comes down to what we're here to trying to say is like take the fucking risks have a go because it's going to suck you know and it's just merely merely the experience of doing it more and more and more mm-hmm. will help harden you up give you some and i know i mean that in this in the sense of like give you some thicker skin so it doesn't you're not like wiped out by it so you can be like cool i'll brush that off and move on Mm -hmm. i mean how many stories are are out there and most people who are who are super wealthy you ask them how many times you've been broke and they're gonna they're gonna name numerous times because they're like well i missed that they're just playing it at higher levels sure. sure but they've through that orientation they've learned the things so they can bounce back to that level
1: very quickly and then go beyond again totally because as, as we were saying before it's like no one can take experience away from you Yep. and like failing at something isn't going to take it, the experience of getting to that point away from you and it's like the more you fail at certain things the better you're going to get in the next iteration or the retry or another approach <laughs> at it, you know but if you avoid being shit at things you're constantly just going to stay in the exact same place you are whether it's in your relationship whether it's in your work whether it's in your the way in which you show up in the world or your friendships or even the fact that you're going to be shit at working through your trauma you're going to be shit and you're going to keep getting triggered yeah but if you avoid triggers then you're never going to have an opportunity to learn Mm. our state change program
0: is a very good um, basis of that we've done five now so now we've got enough data there we can see some patterns and you always see people who are like really keen in the beginning they'll they'll go through the manifestation uh, the manifesto process they'll actually go in and you never see them again mm. um and then you'll get people who will turn up to the first one and then won't see them again or you'll get people who go to one they'll see the other or you know like there's there's really interesting human psychology in all of that because in the realm of what we're trying to offer the world and it's completely free as well it's not like you know anyone's paying for it um in that realm, I find it super interesting that that the the actions that that we all take as humans, like sometimes it, it's just enough to be able to like tell ourselves the story that we're doing enough for ourselves, instead of actually then immersing ourselves in the thing itself. And I'm I'm used to be huge on this. I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go do this and this, maybe dip my toe in the water, and and then that was like enough of whatever. Chemical hit I'm getting of like yeah yeah I'm doing that for myself. I'm doing it. I've done Instead it. of just going further full force into it and mm. just seeing it through, because um, seeing something through, regardless of of whatever's going to happen, that is, that's the thing. It's doing the thing, and the more that you're going to do it, the more it's going to become stronger within you
1: yeah for sure yeah Yeah. the the less fear you will have to do new things and the the more that you will prove to yourself that you actually have the ability to to get better Mm. here's here's a question that just popped in what do you do you think
0: do you think you can ever get rid of fear you know like can can
1: you ever be fearless i don't think you'd ever want to yeah because if you were it would be for me it would for me if i didn't have fear i knew that i would living a life where i was allowing myself to be comfortable yep i see fear as me putting myself into new situations and allowing myself to rise to new levels yeah nice yeah yeah how about yourself
0: fear is my driver mm-hmm it's like it's the thing that actually drives me mm. it's 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 the splenic manifesto in me it's actually like oh you know that's why you know avoidance has been such a big thing in my life because it's like oh i just i just fear that but whereas the gold for me is actually moving into my fear mm. constantly and it can be a little or big um but very same terms and the reason i ask that question is because you know we talk about rebirthing and psychedelics and all the different things we do to try and remove fear but i think it's it's a little different it's just giving a stronger voice to the part of yourself that you want to rather than giving your awareness and your voice to the part
1: that wants to keep you small totally it's like allowing your self-confidence to to find a place within your psyche where fear used to reside knowing that there's always going to be a place for fear
0: yeah 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 because there's always going to be an afterwash of it there's always going to be a marker of it for sure Mm, it's an interesting process fair, because i like we see it in people's daily life every day with the, the work that we do you can see it in them even when we're just talking to them at an expo like we'll, we'll start talking to them about something and you can just see the their body react and and at, a, at an emotional level and we're like oh okay like let's bring that up a little bit how, you know how,
1: how far can i push yeah person? i know we <laughs> play, games, play games but it's <laughs> interesting as well same with Reaper thing. i always find it funny when we're talking to people about um rebirthing and you talk to them about it and you're like would you like to come along and they're like you see a contraction and you're like you know what you don't even really know what what you're going to experience yeah. yet there's already fear around it and it really is that it's just the un- the unknown yeah it's the fear of the unknown like this is something new mm. before i feel comfortable it's like Maybe I have to understand it more, or maybe it's just body people's innate intelligence knowing that you know if they go if they guide themselves and they 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 surrender to the offering that they're going to remove a part of themselves that they've become so identified with.
0: My dad's a great example for this. It's Caught true. up for breakfast with him the other day, uh, playing a little father son camping trip next in a couple of weeks, and he just sat there, he looked him in the eyes, and he's like. But I'm not going to be doing that breath work. I love that for you, but it's just not for me. And I was like, that's cool. But you have no idea what it is?
1: Yeah. You know, like, it was
0: super interesting. Like, he was so emphatic about it. And I was like, yeah. Like, most, a lot of people are like that. Mm. You know, I think that's why we, we move a little slower than we thought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's okay. The people that jump on the bus they they're don't on get it. Off. They're on it they're on it yeah it's super funny Eh, it's super funny it was it was really interesting it's like that um because we had our, our our week four of the state this current round of the state change program on sunday um and me and my partner went for a little trial flight on sunday morning she got to fly and i was just sitting there as we were taking off just like thinking about thoughts in future and you know as as the mind likes to wander and i was like maybe the offering is actually too big Mm. you know maybe our willingness to go into our own shit is actually going to trigger people so much that it doesn't allow it to grow and then i was like "No, that's not true because you look at that brian johnson guy yeah don't die yeah like that's he's literally got t-shirts that said don't die yeah and he has a cult following yeah yeah. because people love the obscure yeah and you have to be willing to be different and ridiculed by the majority to allow like a strong sense of community to be built because there's a lot of people out there looking for something different mm. and it's just like yeah we don't i don't mind to be vilified i don't mind to be be judged you know, yeah, there's no fear around that yeah because you know we've got a mission we've got a dharma to to support people through the breath and it's 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 who we are it's the way in which we show up so why would we limit that opportunity for other people yeah just so that we don't reach more
0: yeah i like that because I, I the the thing that's dropping into me right now is potentially the it's not even okay it might be two folds here the fear of failure as a societal concept so why try but then yeah it is it is probably more of the potential judgment that's going to come from that the vilification of trying something new to be to be told you're a loser you know why did you even start that that's not how things are done uh yeah and then it's just whatever path you're on like putting yourselves into bigger and bigger and bigger spaces so you totally. can be more and more and more ridiculed Yeah, you know that's going to happen mm. to us it's going to happen this year totally. like literally you know like it's like okay <laughs> going onto a mountain and putting a flag
1: up and then being like all right come at me bro <laughs> can't wait for it but the beautiful thing is we also have two fucking amazing products that people absolutely love and and they're better than anything on the market so it's like we've it's dope it's not like we're selling swill and then just trying to <laughs> capture people with the breath it's like no nah, we've got fucking dope products that people love and are changing <laughs> people's lives um and then we're just trying to trying to help trying to give also offering the opportunity for fucking real transformation
0: yeah yeah and it's it's Against the norm, mm. I think that's the biggest thing, eh? Doing things against the norm. I mean, what is the norm? The norm's just the norm. We yeah, ain't normal. No. <laughs> Maybe but, we are. <laughs> I don't know. But even out, you know. But failure. Yeah, I think that it was. It was. It's a very deserving topic to really sit with. I mean, oh, fuck, man. Most of my poetry, if not all of it, no, nah, not all of it, but most of my poetry is written because of failures. <laughs> you yeah. know. <laughs> failed relationships failed whatever i was moving through you know like there's some beautiful art can come from failure mm. some beautiful creation can come from failure you know how many beautiful songs have been written because of ultimate heartbreak mm. how many beautiful pieces of painting have been created because of death
1: for sure you know oh this is beautiful yeah you only fail if you care like if you only fail because you care yeah like if you didn't care about something you wouldn't fail you just wouldn't get it right and you and you'd move on true you know yes it's only your passion and drive and desire to be better that creates the idea of failure
0: yeah cool all right let's unpack that a little bit for sure so then because you care then what is the sense of failure predicated from is it your expected outcome or is it your is it your yeah so your expected outcome or is it your own comparison to others that are in the same space or whatever they're doing or is it a worthiness thing that your parents instilled to you and maybe it's something yeah like let's unpack that a little bit of, like what actually can constitute failure because for one person the failure isn't a failure right because you're totally right it's like there's more caring there so what drew you to care that more is it because you really want to be seen
1: to be good at it or actually be good at it yeah for sure yes totally yeah it it, it, i'm just looking reflecting on on own experiences and i would say it's probably the the idea of wanting to be seen or known to be good mm. at something like that's that's probably the thing that makes you you well that's probably the thing that makes me feel like a failure the most is when you're like damn i'm not as good as that person or that's not as good as that person or our website's a failure because this yeah. company does it this way yeah you know so it is it's like that it's comparison that potentially creates the idea or the feeling of failure Mm. Or well, you're trying to prove something to yourself that yep. you can you know, prove your worthiness.
0: Yep, and then from there, because let's use that website as an example of these, you know, huge companies that will never have any idea that we exist until we're as big. Then it's just the meaning that we've attached to it.
1: For Sure, because our conversion rates are still the same as theirs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just at <that> a smaller scale. <laughs> <the> smaller scale. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thought thought experiment there. Like actually what constitutes is failure. And then then the thought is gonna obviously contract the body in a way. Mm. And then, cause someone said to me the other day, actually, no, it was dad. He's like, so I, was, I, was, I was having a talk to him about, about the subject. Um, and then he goes, well, you know, but then failure becomes a habit. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting twist on that. Mm. Cause then yeah, like does failure become the habit?
1: But failure is only a perception. Correct. Yeah. So if if something goes well, you're not going to recognize it as the habitual pursuit of failure. Mm. You know, the idea of sucking at things is a great pursuit, but it doesn't mean you're going to be shit. No. Or it doesn't mean that you're not going to succeed Mm. because that in itself wouldn't be perceived as failure. Mm. So you wouldn't chalk that up on the board.
0: No. And it's only failure because you're striving for more.
1: New levels, new devils, baby.
0: Yeah. But then if failure became the habit, then success
1: can be the habit. For sure, because that's an inevitable outcome of sucking.
0: Yes, exactly right. You know, Epictetus said it well. He's like, if you want to be deemed good at something, you first must uh, accept that you'll be a joker. Yeah. You know, and I've obviously vilified his quote, but um, in it but that's that's the that was shit the orientation of it
1: you failed at that my friend <laughs> but
0: even this right like yeah 100 there's a there's a great example but anyway, even just in conversation you know like I know when I'm talking to someone and I've and I've failed to articulate something well or I've like failed to express myself in a way that I'm trying to or my vocabulary uh, has reached its limit for you know, maybe a, a, a certain circle of people that I'm talking to, and they know a shitload more about a subject than I do, and so it's like, am I a failure because I don't know as much as them, or am I feeling that it's a failure because they're seeing me as less than?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's a, uh, but it's all to do with me. Doesn't <laughs> it to do with them. And if they and them. if they are judging me that I'm less than, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. Totally yeah totally and, and and so yeah i mean it all comes down to that perspective or the perception of it mm. that really what it comes down to and many times your failure is actually the success you've
0: just missed little parts mm. or you might have just been too quick and you can go back and be like well oh, i'll just pull that lever and that lever and that mm. lever and all of a sudden
1: there's a whole different uh orientation for you right there totally totally yeah so if you are listening to this and hearing us ramble on about failure, it's like just take take a moment. Like, what is it that you're avoiding that you that you suck at? You know, yep. what are you what what experiences are you holding yourself back from having just because you may think you're no good, mm. or there may be a story around not being great at it? You know, fuck man, I suck at spelling. I'm shit at it, but I don't let it stop me.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful I, to watch you, man. I love it.
1: I don't let it stop me because I can't. Because if I did, then I'd fucking worry about everything. But I'm like, nah, look, I'll get 90% of it right. The other 10% doesn't really matter. I mean, there's AI that picks up the other parts, mm. you know? And it's like, if, if I let that hold me back, like, man, I'd be, I would, I would yeah, I would, I would care. But I, I don't really care beyond it.
0: But you, for whatever series of events of you growing up, you just didn't, you may have, but it hasn't really impacted you, obviously, like, because of the, the way the schooling system is run, You know like you would have been deemed unintelligent because of that and so for the fortunate events of whatever teachers you've had not one of them truly drilled it into you that that was the case Mm -hmm. you know like for most kids who are either dyslexic or you know have really bad at spelling and things like that there can be this real sense of shame that you aren't intelligent based off our schooling system of remembrance and
1: and spelling is you know all of that um but it didn't really. I, it, like it's very true. I don't think mm. it was ever ever really acknowledged in, in high school. Yeah. Um, it wasn't actually till I went back. Like even in engineering, wasn't acknowledged. Can't remember moments of judgment for it. Um, it wasn't actually till I was studying naturopathy, yeah. where one of the teachers, fucking tried to make me fail. Mm. Um, I think it was just because he didn't like me, um, because of my spelling and grammar, and um, yeah. And it was really interesting to like watch them do it, cause it was like it came out of nowhere. And then, uh, yeah, she tried to make me fail on my final assignments um, and assessments. Um, what was your reaction to that? Oh, me who never really got on anyway. I was like, you know, there was 28 people in our class. and only, mm. only three males. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that rubbed her the wrong way because I was confident and outspoken and yep in, in my abilities yep. so i don't know whether she was just trying to, to take me down a few pegs um but i just i just to be honest i just complained to the school and I said like this isn't fair i just want someone else to mark my papers yeah yeah and they just they were like yeah sweet ass. Mm. so even but, in that it didn't stop me as well nor did it even like i don't know i put more energy and effort into it but at, at the same time it's just like it's it's either lands or it doesn't yeah. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm like, okay, no judgment there yeah, no, that's really something
0: I really uh honor about you man like it's it's you know you create a lot of our our content and things like that and lots of emails and and it's just that's just your process, you know like it is even when we first started working together, um because I've held spelling and i've I've been taught it's been quite high on my and my list of intelligence, like for my schooling network, I used to enter spelling competitions and things, and you know I was always so I was quite a, good at it. I was
1: in the math. I was a math geek. So that's probably yeah, why. I
0: was the opposite. You, you know, um, well, hence maybe that's why I do talking for a job and you do engineering. For there we a go. Job. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have funk, Right, we go yeah. a wordsmith. Um, so even in that, what really just you by owning your suck, really helped me to dissolve. That aspect of myself of judgment of you, of being like, oh no, like, like, there are, I've been like, oh no, like, it doesn't actually fucking matter. You know, like, there are, we live in a world now where, you know, there's so many things that can help you and get it right. Um, and then us working in business partnership, you know, if there's something that we're putting out, it's a little bit more premium. like, oh man, can you just check that? And I'm like, yeah, cool. And I'll go through it. And, and that's how we play it. But that was, that's, that's a really good, that's a really good tale of actually just owning your suck, you know, owning you know, the perceived failure and now just integrating that into the self and being like, Well, that's that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Now I'm take that into to... everything else that we do. Yeah. Um
1: and you Golden Pony boy. Golden pony boy. Hundred mm. percent, man. Yeah. It's a really interesting thing. Do you still find it's like a, a vulnerability of yours? Like Nah, not really. Yeah yeah. Not really. Um if if like I'm typing something out and, and there's a spelling mistake and you're like that's about wrong I'm like I'll fucking get to it afterwards, <laughs> that's the thought of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but at at the same time it's like nah, cause like it's it's merely just a thing. Yeah, cool. You know, it's merely just a thing. I'm not gonna let it limit me or change the way in which I I do things. Um and i could proofread things maybe differently but i know within myself even sometimes when i do proofread things um things slip through so it's just like man that's it it's just an, an aspect of the self that that has been fully accepted
0: yeah and it's uh if you want to look into the, into the studies and the data it actually is more about you've got more creative side or you've got more of a of a logic side and there's just a slight disconnect there and you know it, it really doesn't matter i mean really? you could i reckon you, i can see you being like the poster boy of like bad spellers, everywhere. and like you standing up there with your chest up and your arms wide you know and, it, and then the whole post is spelt wrong but
1: maybe it was one of those things that was merely just missed because like my sister and my cousin are both like very dyslexic like, like yeah your sister is like very very dyslexic yeah um so maybe it was just like it wasn't as Bad as the people or you know, the people that I grew up with, so it was just mm. missed as I was in school. But
0: in, in hindsight, it's done you the favor because yeah. yeah. it's not a thing that it's like a limitation around it, yeah. It's like me and my lisp, you know, like it's every now and then, someone's like, You got a lisp, you know. Uh, I'm like, Oh, do I? Like, it's not even a part of my thing. Like I had to, I, I had speech therapy when I was like seven, yeah. Um, because I smashed my front two teeth out walking along this fence as a kid, and I like slipped. And like I turned and I like smashed my teeth out as I fell off the fence, and um, you make
1: your t- your tongue swap, right? <laughs> make your tongue swap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, my dad thought they had actually gone right up into my gums, um, but they were just on the concrete as I was running out and he was hosing it out. And because they were like my baby teeth and my adult teeth we're still ages away I had like a missing gap yeah yeah, Uh, yeah. not a missing gap I had a gap of missing teeth for a long time so my tongue used to stick out from my mouth and that became a habit very quickly especially at that age of seven Um, and my sister diane was born with cruzon syndrome and so she always had to get surgery to like break her face and and move it forward and all that so she was constantly getting speech therapy and one day I was sitting in class and I had this little, you know, remember the notebooks you used to go around to the classrooms and be like, so-and-so's got to go to the dentist or yeah, so-and-so's yeah, yeah. got to, go. I had this little note coming, like, oh, Michael Wilson, you got to go here. I'm like, oh, what is this? So I went there and apparently they'd organized because they'd heard me speaking when I was at one of my sister's um, uh, therapy sessions. And yeah, I had to learn how to like say S yes again and, you know, do all of that.
1: The rabbit ran round the red rose bush.
0: The rabbit ran around the red rose bush. I also used to have speech therapy because I'd say my
1: name was Wyan. I found it hard to say W's. Oh, yeah. Your R's, sorry. And it's fucking yeah. tough when your name's Wyan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little Y guy. Uh, little Y guy. <laughs> Look, I didn't tease you, list man.
0: <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, not on air. <laughs> Fuck
1: off.
0: <laughs> this guy. <laughs> But again, it's the same thing. Like it it never, (laughs) ever got, it never got like pulled up to me about it. Yeah. And so it never became a thing. There's
1: no real trauma around it. No. And
0: and I'm out doing public speaking (laughs) on stages in front of heaps of people. And like not once has it, does it
1: ever enter my mind that it's, to hold me back
0: no not at all
1: because no. you, sh- you hold yourself so confidently um, when you are in those spaces yeah. yeah so it's like how could someone give you shit about a list <laughs> You're like you go up there and do what I just did and they're like oh no
0: okay it's funny like when I used to drink years ago like it would come out a lot more if I was drunk <laughs> uh, yeah like my, some of my old mates from who I you know, grew up with We'd be on a drinking session, and they're like, "We know exactly
1: when you're you're starting
0: to get boozed because your lift just becomes fucking wild." (laughs) Tongue gets lazy. It does get lazy, (laughs) brother, and like a little tooth dig, it's a little more gapless, you know. (laughs) But I, I, yeah, that's. I guess it's just what we're talking about. Just, just ownership of your suck. Turn your failures into
1: more failures, and the outcomes will will happen as they need to happen realizing it's just perception so for you it's just probably about understanding where that story comes from you know where that limitation comes from it could be a magnitude of things but the more you can understand that um the more you can step outside of yourself and realize that like no none of it matters no 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 one really cares no one's thinking about you as much as you as you think about yourself like we're all just What's the word I'm looking for? Arrogant little humans. Yeah, we're all just... Self-absorbed. Yeah, arrogant, self-absorbed humans who think people are thinking a lot more about us than they really are. Yeah. When I was a personal trainer, I used to say there's a lot to,
0: to especially female clients, Um, you know, they would come and train with me and I'd be like, oh, hey, like, how are you doing at Getting into the gym on your own? Like, oh, no, I'm still a little bit nervous and shy. And I, I would say to them, I'm like, especially in this place, not one person's really giving a fuck about you because it's all about them in here, you know? Uh, and that's that's the truth and then everyone's looking at themselves in the mirror, they're not looking at you. No. Yeah. You know? Um so go in there and with a full heart and a full steed and and just do your thing. Do your it doesn't thing. matter what it looks like. Yeah, sure. Um but it's it's just taking that hurdle, taking that first step into it. So I challenge you, challenge you listeners. Go out and suck today. Go out and own your suck. Go out and fail. Fail hard and fail fast. Mm. Because oh, what else
1: is there, really? The mundane. Yeah. And you're not trying if you're not failing. 100%. One of the, the greatest regrets that people have on their deathbed is the, the regret of not doing more for their life. Mm. So don't get caught up in that. And don't hold on to a failure if it's an actual
0: failure. Yeah. You know, like, make, make a change. What,
1: what does that even mean? What's an actual failure?
0: Like, if you are... Okay, so if you're like in a relationship that is toxic or you know is terrible, yeah. you know, like it's failed on all parts. Mm. It's like you need to evolve out of this. Like don't hold on to that because now the failures become the no one and you're just accepting that. Understood. You know, so again it's failing hard and failing fast, but it's also moving through it. Mm. You know, not staying in it. Gaining the lessons from it. Yeah. And if you're and if you're constantly <laughs> if you're constantly falling on your face because of the same thing, then you're not learning what it's needing to teach you and you need to go and find some coach or or someone to like educate you
1: better so you can move from the suck totally you know give you a greater perspective on a different way of looking at things because it's challenging to see the full picture when you're inside of the frame so this is when it's great to have people around you who are gonna either bring you up or challenge you to be better yeah and if you find you're the smartest person in the room change the room totally
0: because mm. sometimes we get so stuck in the jam jar, we mm. don't know what the label looks like.
1: We've, those are two just great analogies we threw out there, Mike. You love it. Jam and paintings. Ooh. Look, we may suck with words sometimes, but we've nailed those analogies. Fucking meme life. <laughs> meme life. <baby. laughs> hey team, thank you so much for listening to us.
0: Uh, we do appreciate your support. Please give us a share. Please share us some love. We'll love hearing from you. And uh, we'll be back next week with another invigorating episode of Journey. Invigorating. There you go. I'm stretching my vocabulary. And do you know what? I love It's funny, before we leave, it's funny listening back because we speak a lot of words. You know, we've, we've spoken a lot of things. Um, I try words in situations, and sometimes it's not even the right meaning. There we go. There's a little ownership. so if you are listening to this and you're like wait is that word actually supposed to go there just know that i'm trying you know i'm just fading a little bit more at the english language as i grow my vocabulary
1: uh prowess there we go love you everybody love Love y'all see you next week